Well, hi, my name is Mark Tuchel, and welcome to my Living Sober Sucks, But Living Drunk Sucks More podcast. This is the audio version of my written blog, and the title of this piece is called The Difference Between Mac and Windows. Now, this article isn't about computer software. It's about human personalities and behaviors. But I believe there's an interesting comparison to be made with Mac and Windows, and the metaphor can possibly help us open up our minds a little bit. Now, I'm using the Mac versus Windows analogy to paint a picture of how we're all similar, but we still compute problems in different ways. Now, I admit I got this idea when I was reading some work done by a neurologist. His name is Robert A. Burton, MD, and his work is more in the area of biology and genetics, and he does have an interesting book out titled On Being Certain. All right, anyway, back to my article. Now, both computers basically do the same functions. They send email, perform calculations, run spreadsheets, word processing, desktop publishing, video editing, audio editing. I mean, do I have to go on? In many tasks, they both accomplish the same outcome, but each runs on different systems and uses different software. I mean, you can't put Mac software into a Windows machine and expect it to work or vice versa. Now, even the same program, you know, such as Adobe, is designed for either Mac or Windows, yet it gives the same end result. The only way to share data and information is through bridging software or mutually usable platforms, such as email or you know, PDF files, you know, stuff like that. And this takes me to my next point. And before you get mad at me about my next statement, at least continue listening. All men and women are not created equal, especially in the pursuit of sobriety. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm racist, sexist, prejudiced, or devoid of a heart. Well, maybe I'm devoid of a heart. But we are all equal in our core desires of happiness, contentment, safety, security, and pleasure. Yet we are not equal in many other areas. You have certain talents, skills, mental capacities, and attributes that I don't have. And I have certain ones that you don't have. You may go about sobriety in a different manner than me, and I in a different manner than you. And we'll enjoy and make the best out of our sobriety differently. But we're both pursuing the same goal, contentment in living as a non-drinker. I know I may have just said all men and women are not created equal, but I also pointed out that as people, we are pretty much the same. And we all love, we all hurt, we all seek happiness. Now, alcohol and drugs make no distinction between people. That's where we are all the same. Alcohol and drugs have no prejudice or racism. Either one will gladly overtake your life, regardless of your nationality, color, religion, political party, or sexual preference. In many areas, all men and women are created equal, and in others, we are not. So let me give an example of how we're the same, but not equal, and even how our brains, both biologically and mentally, work differently from one another. Let's say you like vanilla, and I like jalapenos. Put each of us into an fMRI machine, and that's a device that photographs what areas of the brain energize and illuminate, and you will see different areas of our brains go off when we're shown pictures of our favorite treat. Show us each a picture of our treat, and we're both excited about getting what we like, but different areas of our respective brains will illuminate. Vanilla is sweet, so your pleasure centers may go off, whereas jalapenos are hot, so my pleasure center may not go off, but I get a rush of adrenaline. 
and switch the pictures around and offer you jalapenos and your amygdala may illuminate because you have a fear of jalapenos. Offer me the vanilla and my amygdala doesn't uh, illuminate because I don't have a fear of vanilla, but my repulsion area may illuminate because I don't like vanilla. And we're still both after the same end result, to get our treat and stay away from the thing we don't like. And we have two distinctly different fMRI pictures and completely different biological manifestations between us. But in the end, you like what you like, and I like what I like, and we both want to be happy and enjoy our favorite treats. So we're the same, but our brains are not reacting equally, uh, biologically and mentally. So we all desire the same outcomes, love, happiness, comfort. Now, for some of us, this happens through sobriety, and for others, it happens through partying. We all use different systems in our own lives to achieve the things we desire, and each human has his own unique brain software that we use to compute a given problem. Now, this difference in mental operating systems is why some people respond and learn better through structured teaching, others learn better by watching, and others learn through trial and error. Aligning the correct teaching method with the unique learning method helps achieve the sought-after end result. Think about yourself for a moment. How do you learn best? You might learn best through a combination of methods, or you might learn different tasks through different methods. Now, you may be artistically inclined, and you dive right in and start doing something when it's creative, but when it comes to math, you respond best to rote methods. You learn multiple skills through life through different methods and then bridge them all together. So let's look at sobriety. Now, there are 12-steppers, non-steppers, rational recovery, faith-based, holistic. I mean, there's probably hundreds of different methods. And it's quite amazing that all these different types of people operating on different systems can communicate with each other. Our bridging system is through our mutual dilemma, and then we use language and communicate with one another. But sometimes the bridging system doesn't work. That's where prejudice can come into play. That's when we might inadvertently undermine one another, so it's important to keep our bridges open. Now, for instance, just because I don't care for using AA, I won't tell you you're wrong if you like it. I must make sure that I don't criticize you for the operating system you use. I must not undermine your beliefs by attempting to force my beliefs on you. I only ask that you would do the same with me and don't criticize me. Tell me I'm wrong or force your beliefs on me. Now, I mention this all the time. If you don't like my website, my blog, my podcast, or my books, then don't read them or don't listen to them. I'm not forcing you. Maybe the way I present things moves you toward a structured system. I mean, if so, then I've accomplished my goal, even if it's through you disagreeing with me. Now, maybe we can learn something from one another and help each other towards our end goal of sobriety. I'm attempting to let people know that there are alternatives, yet still create a bridge. Now, and the lack of bridging can also happen between drinkers and non-drinkers. Now, some former drunks feel compelled to save the world. Now, everyone doesn't want to be saved. Forcing your operating system on people who aren't interested can get you ostracized. I mean, almost to a point where family and friends avoid you. I think it can make for deeper friendships and relationships when we remember that we all run on different operating systems. 
I believe that it's worth the time and effort to bridge the gaps, not just in sobriety systems, but in general with our fellow man. Bridging politics, religion, uh, musical tastes, artistic tastes, and lifestyles can make your life more interesting. You don't have to join the other party. You don't even have to agree with them. But a little bridging can help eliminate prejudice. And who knows, you might even learn something new. All right, thanks for taking the time to listen to my podcast here. Remember that these are my own opinions and observations. Think for yourself and come to your own conclusions. If you enjoy this stuff, please tell your friends about my website. It's livingsobersucks.com. And you're more than welcome to share my podcast. You just can't sell them to anyone. And if you want, you can uh, follow some of my other stupid stuff I write about and do on Facebook. Just type in my name. Thanks again for spending some of your very valuable time with me. My name is Mark Tuchel.